Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here, and our daily little talk. It is a Friday, I believe. And it is a nice Friday, actually. I hope you're having a good day. And let's see. Nothing much going on. Had a had a chat a couple of nights ago. Interesting stuff. Let's let's see. I wanted to get into the monsters again. The undead, particularly. I'm having fun with this. I don't know about you. If you guys don't like me doing this, I'll just I'll do something else. But this kind of informal series is interesting to me. And I hope to you too, actually. Today I'm going to talk about the Wraith. The Wraith I always see as a cousin to the White, because it's almost like they're polar opposites. Not polar opposites, but but they both exist both in the prime material plane and the negative material plane. And one, well, the, the White is more into the physical material, prime material plane, and only is connected to the negative tenuously. And the Wraith is the reverse. The Wraith is like a really, really malevolent ghost. And it does pretty much everything the White does, only it's harder to hit. Now, I looked through all the, all the, the basics and up to first edition, and I noticed that the Wraith is pretty consistent. I'm looking at the first edition Monster Mania right now. And you're talking uh, hit dice 5 plus 3, and the white is 4 plus 3, so it's a little more powerful. The armor class is 4, as opposed to white's armor class 5. So it's taken it up another step in the undead scale. So this is something else that the newly minted mid-level characters are going to have to look keep out keep an eye out for this is lawful evil and so is the white so, so they're almost like cousins only one exists more in the material plane one exists more in the negative plane and the wraith is the one in the more in the negative plane so you're going to see him as a ghostly man-like figure and they pretty much can do the same thing hit you and drain levels now, the Wraith gives cold damage. I don't know if that, I don't believe that's going to affect anything other, up to like 5th edition. Because 5th edition is obsessed with, oh, what kind of damage is it? Because they worry about different, you know, I, I can do that. I don't have to do that. I don't have to have a, a, a game system to tell me to do that. If they want to know what kind of damage it is, I will tell them. And I can, you know, you even tell them during the, the combat. He touches you and a chill goes through your body. So. Okay, it's cold damage. I know why they do it, because some things or monsters or characters have resistance to certain types of damage. Well, I don't need a, a rule system to tell me what kind of damage a monster does. It's in the description. And just the very nature of whatever monster it is, I can tell. So I don't have to have some kind of mechanic in it like like 5th edition has yeah, I played the two-year game, and it was like, you get hit with necrotic damage. Okay, I hit with, get hit with necrotic damage. I'm a barbarian. Okay, fine. Whatever. But if I had, like, you know, I only take half damage from necrotic damage, I can understand that. But I can look at it and go, okay, this is going to be necrotic damage because it's a vampire. Okay, fine. And I will have it then. That just kind of 
sticks in my craw, if you know what I mean. Now, these these critters are found in dark and gloomy places, places, I should say. They have no power in sunlight. I think they're almost invisible, and they can't really hurt you. So it's all those creepy haunted houses, haunted castles, ruins, all that kind of thing. And one of the descriptions said that they're very selfish in the fact that the reason they drain levels is because they want to stay. That's their link to the prime material plane. They steal the other creatures. So it's it's a psychic. It's a another way of doing a vampire, really. That's why it drains levels. And once again, I'm going by adventure-based leveling in my game, so I would have to adjust that a la the vampire and the, the white, too. So... If you want to, okay, using a white. Now, now we're getting down to, remember I, I had that big, that rant in the last show about, oh, they're getting too specific with the undead and blah, 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 blah. Well, here's where it starts breaking down as far as that goes. Because a white and a wraith are basically the same thing, only they're in, the wraith is in reverse. It's a ghostly apparition a white you can hit because it's physical, because it's mostly in the prime material plane. A wraith is very hard to hit. You need magical weapons to hit it. You need magical or silver weapons. And if you have silver weapons, it only takes half damage from that. So the full damage would be like for a plus two sword. So it would take full damage for that, something like that. So you can't hit these critters, but everything else, you know, just goes through them. And they could turn around and grab you, and there go a couple of levels. Oh, boy. Or however you however you adjudicate it in your games. Isn't this fun? So how would I use a wraith? Okay, a white I would use for, I'm not going to say daytime, but, you know, the outdoor areas. The more outdoor areas. I mean, the whites don't like sunlight either, but they, are, they manage to travel through it and i'm assuming that the wraith has the same weakness about things like raise dead where it could destroy them anything positive will destroy them or you severely hurt them because they are all about the negative energy so wraiths i would use in the haunted house haunted castles things like that wraiths are the kind of characters even whites for that matter what's here's an interesting thing i found out i complained about the two too too specific of undead going up the chain where people made new ones but at the same time i'm looking up the chain where they get tougher and tougher and tougher it makes it easier for you to take that creature and not just make it a random encounter make it maybe the focal point of the adventure I mean, we haven't got to ghosts yet, but this is awfully close. You can you can say that the previous owner was committed suicide and came back as a wraith to attack whatever, and you can make whatever story up, up you want. And also, we're getting into the point where, in the undead, where you can actually, as a as a dungeon master, plan out <clears throat> things like a white or a wraith. How do you destroy it? Now, yes, you can destroy it by taking it down to zero hit points. But even then, you don't know. It may go back in the negative material plane. 
But at the same time, if you come up with a good, compelling backstory, and if it's the focus, you can establish, say, it's the, the ghost of old man Griswold. And he is here, but he has a purpose why he's here. Yes, he wants to destroy things, but that's because this happened. And if you do that, you know, if you give him, you give him what he wants or hit him with a certain thing or hit him with a certain person or whatever, that will destroy them. Just flat out, boom. No save, da- dead. So you can actually, the higher you go up on the undead scale, the more you can build a story around these creatures. Not that you can't build a story about around other creatures, but it's even zombies and ghouls you build a story around, but it's more of a mass thing. So rates and whites, and especially rates, especially rates, because they can, they can, they're immaterial. It's like a good ghost story, you know what I mean? And it just, it, it keeps the players on their toes and they have to do a little research on it. Always give it some lore, some backstory, something like that. And they're nothing to throw at a, a, a party lightly. Once again, I throw one, see what they do. I've given them the opportunity to run away too. Uh, these creatures do not have to chase them. They could be guarding an area. They could be stuck in an area where they died or something. You ever seen that Abbott and Costello movie, Time of Their Lives, which was really kind of a departure where Lou and this serving girl get thrown out a well in colonial times. And he come, they both come back as ghosts, and they're both stuck to that house, especially around the well where their bodies were. And so they have to get the, and it's now modern day, and so they get the modern day people to try and figure out how to get them back home. That kind of thing. So that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. A wraith would be real good for that, only an evil version. So I'm going to go ahead and let you play with that. Oh, boy. So I'm going to go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, tell me if you like the series, tell me you don't, tell me what you think of the program, tell me I'm full of beans, whatever. You can email me at oldmangrognard@gmail.com or send me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. And thank you, George, by the way, for, the, uh, for, for supporting the program. Because as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program, and I would thank you. So... I will let you people go until next we meet. Keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.